Hey everybody, it's your old friend John Luna with a breaking news minicast. These are always the most fun. Um, so basically, if you listen to RFC on Wednesdays, you know that uh, it is a curse that uh, that we've plagued everybody with because the uh, the toy gods have decided since RFC's on Wednesday, everything breaks on Wednesday night slash Thursday morning in the world of Transformers. And so we didn't talk about the two things that we're talking about now. Being, I'll get right down to it, you guys know, uh, Unite Warriors Blast Off and Masterpiece Optimus Primal. Oh my goodness, that that is a uh, an impressive monkey. So joining me for this uh, discussion, Don Ferguson, you know him, Rob Clay, you know him, and XV, you know him, and you know me, John. So uh, boys... I will uh, I will not waste time because it's breaking news. Let me set this up. First, let's talk about uh, let's talk about blast off. So, like a week ago, we had the basically vague assumptions and a pretty good like assumption, I would say, a strong assumption <laughs> that blast off was going to be a shuttle, and uh, Takara was going to do him quote unquote right. And over the course of hours, really, we went from having a pixelated low-res picture of him kind of confirming he's a shuttle all the way through to a beautiful fairly high-res uh, picture of the test shot from figure king showing him and yes all his um, anime cartoony glory although in uh, shining technicolor one color gray still we can dream we can kind of assume what he's gonna look like colored so i'm gonna start with you rob clay um what are your first impressions of Unite Warriors Blast Off. I like the shuttle mode. I'm I want to say the robot mode is like veering on being a little bit too faithful to the animation for me, but I I I like the look of this so far. I really do. And I especially like that it actually has its own hand foot gun, which Groove did not. That is an interesting tidbit that uh, that I saw XV when XV posted it on TFformers. He called that out. Uh, speaking of XV, XV, I, what are your first impressions of Blast Off? Blast Off is a very clever engineering trick. Yes, he's deceiving, right? Oh, very much so. Yes, explain, sir. I think Blast Off has two robot modes. Seems that way. Okay, so let me set this up. Like, you know how basically all of Combiner Wars works the front chunk of a vehicle mode ends up on the back of the figure by one means or another Mm -hmm. in basically two methods, either the aerial bot method or the stunicon method. Everything follows this except for like brawl who is on a completely different model. So blast off is using the aerial bot method where the front chunk pulls back and folds down and would otherwise stick straight up, except this has an extra joint for the nose cone to fold away. Now this would be the back of the robot, but they've got this set up so that it can actually be used as the front. So that's where your cartoon accurate chest is coming from. Mm-hmm. But if you look on the magazine scan on the back view, like there is very obviously a robot chest stamped on there. Yeah, it's 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 somebody's chest. Sure seems like it. Sure doesn't look like the usual back kibble for a transformer. That's for sure. No, that's because it's on the front. Yeah, it's for, mm. yeah. Really, all you got to do is uh, swap the arms, basically. Swap the arms and turn the waist. Yeah. Because, like, the legs are going to be the same regardless, but, like, mm. basically you have blast-off and counter-blast-off. Oh, mm. man. That would be so good. Shattered <laughs> shattered glass blast-off. I, I, I don't know what you would call him. Like, a three-point like a, landing. 
<laughs> or a re-entry. Re-entry. Yeah. How about that? In- Blast off inter- the re-entry. Enterprise. Okay. Wait, there's already a Transformer called Splashdown, isn't there? I think so, yes. Yeah. That'd be funny, though. Uh, Don, Don Ferguson, hello. What is, what is your first uh, impressions of Blast Off, and does this mean you're a day one pre-order if you weren't already for Bruticus? Yeah, I've already pre-ordered him. Um, <laughs> well, I'm a Bruticus fanboy. You know, I've got, we, you know, we all know, like, our friend Ender is an Optimus Prime fan, and everybody has, has these characters that they just would like to get all in all the incarnations, and the Combaticons is mine, uh, or are mine. Uh, I think he looks great. I like the anim- I like that it's close to the animation model. Whether it's too close, mm-hmm. I think I think the colors will really make or break this figure. As far as is it too slavish? Is it, it got some originality to it? I mean, I like I do like the way it looks now. I but uh, Chris, I don't really don't see what you're talking about a second robot mode. Could you could you sort of explain that? Uh, so, Don, do you have the magazine scanned in front of you? Yeah, I'm looking at it now. Cause, cause okay, I, so I... there's two yeah. things. Um, like, look at the back view, and you can see the shapes that you would associate with. Like, if you think about how an aerial butt chest is sculpted, mm-hmm. there's a lot of similar shapes to that. Uh, like, not any one in particular, just the general, uh, the general outline you would get from that. Right. Uh, the other thing which really kind of cemented this for me, if you look at the front view at the waist, there's screw holes facing forward. Oh, and yeah. While, yeah, while that's right. not an impossible thing to have happen just because of how the toy might be designed otherwise, that would definitely be something that they would try their hardest to not have happen because you don't put screw holes facing forward if you have any other choice. Right, exactly. I see what you mean. Um, okay. The other thing that kind of pegged this in for me, so to speak, that was an intentional pun, unfortunately. Um, see how the tail fin is on the back of the robot? Right. But for where it is in the vehicle mode, there's no way for it to move from that point to that point without being removed altogether. I think that does that, A, because it's consistent with Blastoff's animation model, and also it helps disguise that there's a robot chest on the back. You well, can that, see... Yeah, that looks... That looks like a combiner port under the wing. It is that oh under the wing? No, no the back. You know. Oh, under, the, okay, under that tail fin. Yeah. Yeah. That looks, yeah, looks it like is. A that is the combiner port. That's another factor that makes me think that's oh like, because because on the original G one blast off his combiner port was on the front of the chest. Yeah. Yeah, like that would be your toy accurate chest, like if I they want to do a move or later or something like that. Uh, um, but I think the way this is set up. The tail fin looks like it splits in half and can stay pegged on where it is in vehicle mode. Look down at the legs on the back view. You can see a 5mm port on the back of one leg. Mm-hmm. That's where the tail fin plugs in in vehicle mode, and I'm pretty sure that can just stay there. So, like, if you want to use the cartoon-accurate robot mode, you parts form a little bit. If not, you just kind of leave it where it is. Hmm. Okay, I see what you're talking about now. I, I see it now. Interesting, interesting. Um, Rob, I did see on Twitter you kind of musing about how Bruticus is going to have one anime arm and the rest <laughs> of him is decidedly Combiner Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, <clears throat> we, we've seen, we, we've seen uh, fairly good, not great, scans of Unite Warriors Bruticus, but uh, after sleeping on it, uh, is that fear still rattling around in your head? I don't think it's going to be as comical as as the you know image I, I made to go with that idea, but I I think 
I, I think it's going to be a more pronounced with in the individual robot modes with everyone else, you know, looking not really very much at all like their animation models and then having blast off just standing there. That's going to be weird. <laughs> it is going to be a little bit weird. Um, one of the things that we mentioned uh, earlier when we just started talking about this was his new hand, foot, mouth, gun, whatever thing um, mm. that XV pointed out. XV, any uh, idea on why it looks the way it is or what this could just mean by introducing this kind of under the radar, so to speak? Well, well obviously my hope is that this is – okay. So we talked about Groove some while back and how the way it was designed didn't feel consistent with Combiner Wars. Mm-hmm. Blastoff reads a lot more consistent with the design philosophy of Hasbro's Combiner Wars. Hmm. Um, there's one handgun present. There's a unique design hand foot piece. And there's no sign of clear plastic at this stage of test shot. This feels like something that, just as it is right now, could be slotted right into a Combiner Wars release without any changes. Hmm. And I'm kind of hoping that will end up being the case. Like, maybe um, this Brut- Unite Warriors Bruticus is due in June... And the pattern that's been established from what we've learned about the releases of the Combiner Wars box sets this year, G2 Bruticus, the earliest it could come, I believe, is July. So maybe, possibly, you know, there's still time to get this swapped in in place of white jet blast off, at Uh, least for the G2 use. hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Because I'm just wondering, because there was a lot of feedback from early on in the Combaticon lifecycle about the blast off, you know, not just being a jet, but as I've mentioned personally, the heads, the, the using the mm. slingshot uh, slash quick slinger head. So maybe this is them just reacting faster than in previous cases where they're seeing, okay, this is not the right character for this set. Hmm. And, yeah. and and maybe this is them trying to fit into both the the Unite Warriors set and making it so it'll fit into the American set as well. So kind of going with that thinking, we got uh, pretty good indications, lots of smoke, that we're going to get to Car Groove as uh, a, piece, a, yeah, a piece of the Computron gift set. Um, but uh, not as a standalone release, as a deluxe in some assortment, or even as an online exclusive, as a single toy. Uh, do we feel like that is the really the only way within gift sets at this point that we'll get these kind of Takara molds, or is there any chance that Hasbro will do the the thing they did completing the aerial bots and the Stenicons, or was that a one-off kind of? one-time event thing. Rob, what are your thoughts on that? I think it's entirely possible that we'll get a release like uh, Quickslinger and Breakneck for Groove and Blastoff. Um, I don't, you know, no way to know for sure, but I think it's pretty likely at this point since they obviously have found a way to make the Groove mold work within the Combiner Wars price points. Hmm. Um, I also want to mention that as far as I know, we have not seen any like announcements or information for G2 Defensor in the Combiner Wars box sets yet, so I kind of think we're going to see Groove in there. Interesting. That's a good point. And, and uh, hey, they love their repaints and re-releases in Combiner <laughs> Wars. They can't just leave G2 Defensor on the table. Yeah. That, that would be insane. 
the yeah. only part I'm curious about is so what happens for the sixth figure? Um, you know, <laughs> so do they come up with a new identity for that? Is it just Groove Junior? What what happens? Hmm. I don't know. Hey, you know what? Heaven forbid they invent a new character for the G1, G2 verse. <laughs> you know I mean? Like, like, you know, uh, shame, shame the devil if they actually do something original. So, so it'd be basically a, the defense were equivalent of paddles. Sure. Mm. Yes. Um, what a weird reference, Don. I'm impressed. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I don't know why paddles is on the uh, tip of your tongue. Well, it, the uh, third party is doing a uh, a seventh Dinobot, and it, it's paddles. The uh, Icky Store. It's so I can't talk tonight. Though. It's the fans project uh, guys, <laughs> yeah, the, right? Yeah, the Loch Ness, the Loch Ness monster looking one. They're also doing that boobtastic Velociraptor female. Oh, don't remind me. Yeah. Oh, the internet will remind you when she comes out. <laughs> um, so will Four Chan, I'm sure, over and over and over and again. Okay, so uh, I think. I think that's really all we can say about Blastoff uh, so far. Uh, I think I think we're all waited, waiting with kind of bated breath to see the colored uh, test shot prototype, what have you, because it'll be really interesting to see what uh, what they do with the coloring. Um, moving on. I, yes. Oh, just one thing about Groove. Sure. Uh, is there's always a possibility that that's on the short list as a backup case filler. Yeah, I mean, that's it, possible. You know, it, because if Hasbro has a figure that's not not ready for a case assortment, or because they've said in the past that they look at an entire case as selling as one unit, not just individual figures, that's why we that's why we got four Bumblebees to one Viacon back <laughs> back in the day. Indeed. So it's possible they might have that. Like, okay, we've got these assortments out. If this figure X Y Z doesn't work, they can always use that as a case filler ready to go. So that could be a, that could be an option too. My yes. fear with that is more that, like, once the uh, second Autobot Deluxe Wave comes out, mm-hmm. Combiner Wars is basically over as far as individual releases. Yeah, outside of, like we say, like, doing the kind of online event, so to speak, that they yeah, did. Yeah, that's, that's definitely a possibility, but, like, I'm I'm taking, you know, what Don's saying to mean, like, maybe get one folded into Titan's Return, and mm-hmm. I see that being a lot less likely just because they're going to want to keep the consistency of the play pattern... And and of course, there's always retailer exclusives. Like, and yeah. we've used we've used this as an example in the past when Big Bad Toy Store got all those battle unicorns. Yes, that you worked know. out so well. For <laughs> I was going to well, say. Well, again, yeah. that was that was that was Italian Beast Machine item. So this is slightly different as far as you know the the, the focus of the market on these Combiner War figures. No, and t- like Rob, I wouldn't rule out a shared exclusive online release of these molds in some capacity i think there's gonna be less motivation for hasbro to do that in terms of treating it like you know complete your combiners because to their mind they have a groove and a blast off on the market for their combiners yeah and the and the 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 other complication is that uh 99 percent um likely that uh, unite warriors will beat anything Hasbro does to the market. So you're going to oh, have Hasbro Blastoff, yeah. Takara Blastoff. Is there really a need at that point for Hasbro to release Takara Blastoff as a standalone $14, $15 figure? It's a, mm-hmm. That's a tough sell, I bet, internally. Because you're talking to your core customer, your target customer for something like that, is the guy who has Unite Warriors Bruticus on his right. shelf. So topic number two. 
Masterpiece Optimus Primal. Um, this is another one that <laughs> over like the course of hours, days, we went from having almost nothing concrete as far as the toy goes to a very crisp Figure King scan of the test shot, basically. Another great test shot in all of its glory. So you've got um, the best that they could do, I would say, for a gorilla mode. Can stand upright or can slouch over like a regular gorilla. And uh, a spectacular robot mode that's got uh, lots of tricks and doohickeys like uh, we expected and we hoped. So, um, Dawn... Let's start with you, my friend. Uh, first impressions of Masterpiece, I can't believe I'm saying this, Masterpiece <laughs> Optimus Primal. That looks like it pretty much just stepped out of the television and into our lives. Uh, you know, I love the, I love the, the apparently multiple changing faces, the, the shoulder guns, the, uh, the wrist guns, uh, the swords. Uh, it, it just looks fabulous uh, i'm hoping there's a faceplate mouth or a faceplate mode that when he used the battle mode i was actually talking to paladin about this earlier this afternoon um you know all the accessories we hope we hope they come with to fill out the package you know the riot shield the mm. cyber bee uh you know, uh I, I joked a little flower in the pot that Dinobot <laughs> gave him you know just because i mean we got grimlock with the apron and serving trays so anything's possible but uh, unless this thing is outrageously priced, hmm. like you know, you know, uh, above a hundred dollars, which I I can't see them. Well, I don't know. It's just this is the very first Beast Wars masterpiece where we don't know how much has gone into this thing to make it look like this. So I'm hoping it's you know around a hundred or less, but I'll probably get it no matter what. Do we know how big it is? Like I, I have no, no. idea. Like, yeah, that's yeah. the thing. Because I was glancing for anything that looked like might look like a, a height or something in the text, but uh -huh. I don't see anything that says, "Hey, I'm a measurement. Translate me." I'm gonna <laughs> guess it's gonna be around the same as um, an Autobot car. Wow, really? Mm -hmm. I guess that's. Uh... Uh, I guess in line, uh, well, I mean, you know how Beast Wars portrayed them as much smaller, but I guess in my head I would want him a, a smidge bigger than that. But say uh, well, la vie. If you think about it, like, the original Optimus Primal toy is about the same size as that anyway. Yeah, it is. It is. So, I mean, it's, it's kind of still in line. And, like, the other thing to keep in mind with that is in the show, Optimus Primal was not the biggest dude. That's true. Um, he was, like, maybe third tallest yeah. and if they if they end up doing more of these you're going to want to keep robot mode scale as much as possible right. hmm. so they can't make it huge because if they make a megatron that's got to be bigger than optimus and if they make optimus big masterpiece size they're kind of backing themselves into a corner yeah. so so pretty much beast wars is if any beast wars masterpieces that we get are probably going to have their own internal scale to each other and not to the masterpiece line as a whole. I see. Well, Ex except maybe the maybe prime primal the MP1. That, that would be kind of interesting if they actually, although it's the wrong form, but if they tried to like render their scale based on that, I doubt they will. No, but just like by necessity, the Beast Wars masterpieces would have to have their own separate internal scale because if they were scaled to the cars, they would be about three inches tall. Basically, they'd be like 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 the War in the Pocket series or things such as that. Oh my gosh, scale. 
Yeah, scale it's, and Transformers it's, talk, please. Well, I know it's just. Well, I mean, you know, being the being the it masterpiece, it kind of counts, though. I suppose. Yeah. yeah. But well, I'm, I'm swinging my holy too. water and firing my silver bullets. Let's get this. <laughs> yeah. Abolish this topic yeah. for sure. Um, XV, I have a specific question though uh, about uh, about what we're seeing here. This is the first time. It's the first time we've seen the toy, but it it it, it also means it's the first time we've gotten a, a look at reality when it comes to that gorilla mode. So, given real world constraints, and prior we had basically seen just the CG model from the show. Mm-hmm. Now we're looking at uh, at cold, cold, stark reality. Do you? What, I mean, what are your first impressions on what they did here? Did they are they going to pull it off as best they can? What do you think of that gorilla mode? I'm amazed it took 20 years to reach the level of toy technology to match 1996 CGI. <laughs> that's 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 very true. That's very true. No, like accepting that it has to actually function in reality. I think they did pretty well with the gorilla mode. I mean, it was never going to be spot on perfect just because you're gonna have to, there has to be seams yeah. just for yes. one thing um like the only the only thing that's kind of a stumbling point for me is those feet yeah the back feet yes mm-hmm. yes uh they're uh clearly robot feet they're robot <laughs> something mm-hmm. uh, well, it's like, heels. like like did you ever when you were a kid get a pair of gloves and try to put them on your feet yes this is what that reminds me of uh yeah, I see I see where you're going there. Mm-hmm. They're just kind of just weird and uncomfortable looking. I, yeah. I would say. Yeah. I, I I am impressed with how at least like pr- proportion wise the upright stance of the gorilla looks. That's mm-hmm. uh, as weird as it says as weird as it sounds. It's pretty flattering. I think. I honestly think that's probably what they prioritize because ninety percent of the time when he was in gorilla mode in the show he was standing upright. Yeah. That's that's probably true. Uh, you and know. if you look at the if you look at the little inset of him uh, slouched down to actually walk, mm-hmm. it's reminiscent of nothing so much as um, Air Attack Optimus, which don't get me wrong is a fine fine toy, but it's not really you know an anatomical model of a gorilla either. Uh, uh, fair enough. <laughs> Rob Clay, what are your uh, what are your thoughts on, on what we're seeing here with the uh, Masterpiece Prime? I like it. I I don't know too much more to uh, say about it other than that. It's I of all the dumb things to like, I like the light up eye feature. I, I haven't seen a transformer do that in a while, and it's nice. Hmm. Um, also, I think they do a pretty good job of changing the silhouette for a robot where the hands become hands and the feet become feet. That's that's tricky. <laughs> that is tricky. And I've seen a lot of people compliment on the uh, the pistons. On the feet that look uh, quite functional, mm-hmm. quite impressive, actually. And I am, yeah. I, I am impressed um, with just aesthetically the the hands. That uh, they, yeah. yes, they, they 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 read as gorilla hands in gorilla mode, and somehow you're right, Rob. They read as robotic uh, humanoid uh, in something slightly different in robot mode when they haven't really done anything. So that's a pretty impressive feat, and they look fairly articulated too. Yeah. Well, what I what I love about the robot mode is it's very balanced. It's just, I mean, his silhouette. I mean, it just everything seems like you know the proportions are right. It's, it's like when it, when he's holding his swords, 
everything seems like if if he if you were really holding swords, that's kind of the way you would look. It's just a very balanced looking figure, unlike something like Ironhide, that just looks <laughs> not even where anywhere close to this. What a cheap shot! I'm, I'm just being honest. <laughs> Ironhide wasn't even, he's not he's like somewhere having a coke or something. He gets dragged into this conversation. Um, two questions for the group. XV, I'll start with you. One. Do we realistically have, sh- should we realistically have any expectation that we're going to get another masterpiece Beast Wars figure in, in the calendar year, in the next 12 months? And two, what do you feel is the likelihood that we'll get this released by Hasbro over here? I don't think we'll see another Beast Wars masterpiece in the calendar year. I think if this sells well, though, Megatron's got to be on the short list. Mm, I hope so. Um, and I also think this has a really strong possibility of getting imported because, A, there's no licensing fees attached to this. Hmm. And if it's the same size as a Masterpiece car, like I'm speculating, it's also not going to be, like, a big price point item. That's true. That's so, true. So, like, there's there is points in its favor. And it's also – this is a thing that Takara has done most of the legwork on to produce. And as long as its release window is early enough in the year – Hasbro should have no problem getting this out within the same year to also be an anniversary product without having to really do much. Mm, perfect. <laughs> perfect for them. Uh, Don, do you uh, do you see another Masterpiece figure anytime soon? And uh, do you share XV's thoughts? Do you expect us getting a, a U.S. release? Perhaps announced at BotCon, maybe, or Toy Fair? I don't know. Who knows? Well, I'll be honest. I think if they are only going to put out one Masterpiece figure in the entire year of the Beast Wars anniversary, that's extremely short-sighted because it, it just, I mean, that was a, that was a French, that was a series, that was a line of toys that basically saved Transformers for all intents and purposes. And I just can't see them on, with, with the rate they're putting out Autobot cars for good or for bad with the QC issues that we've been seeing lately. Hmm. I just I just can't see them doing only one Beast Wars unless 2016 is also the anniversary of Car Robots, Robots in Disguise. Okay, bring it. So so <laughs> if if they're doing one masterpiece Beast Wars, uh-huh. so they can do one masterpiece Car Robots figure, so that way both both Speed anniversary breaker. series. I'm just saying, if, if both Ex- anniversary, if they're, if they're trying to make sure both anniversary series that are this same calendar year, at least are equally represented, then I can see them doing one R.I.D., one Car Robots figure, and one Masterpiece Beast Wars figure. If they're not doing something for their R.I.D. anniversary, which I feel like is a crime to overlook it, because that series has a lot of potential for Masterpiece figures then we need a second Beast Wars figure to pay homage to the line properly. So, Don, I have some bad news for you. <laughs> I was just looking at that. Uh-oh. So, um, so, Don, while 2016 is indeed the 15th anniversary of Robots in Disguise, um, Car Robots actually was... aired in 2000, so oh. last year was its 15th anniversary. Right, I know, but I'm saying they... But look at 2010. They did 2010 figures, and I think one of them came out, like, 2011 or something. So... It's still close enough. They can still do an anniversary figure homaging the series. Don has a dream. Let him dream. I'm just just saying doing one Beast Wars figure in the anniversary year when they're pumping out 
five masterpieces and even counting recolors in what six months yeah so I, I just can't see them not doing a Megatron and with us already having Rhinox Rhinox might actually scale well with this primal that we got from Generations well that's uh, going to depend huh. a lot on how how they have this primal built because Rhinox is supposed to be taller than primal yeah I was going to say Rhinox is quite large that, that's true that's yeah true. um Rob Clay, do you see this as a one-off, one-and-done? And, done? and uh, do you also agree, disagree, that uh, that Hasbro basically has this queued up for the fall or, or in the near future? I kind of think that we will probably see Megatron as well and probably within this calendar year. I mm. don't, I don't know, I don't think it's likely we're going to get anything beyond those two i'd like it to happen but mm -hmm. you know of course one of the reasons we get autobot cars so rapidly is because they almost every one of those molds is reusable in some fashion or another mm -hmm. and you know what are you going to do with either of these if, if you did a masterpiece megatron you can get t-rex out of it I, I don't even think they released one of those in japan and, well you could well you could you could recolor primal as a universal Burning convoy Burning yeah. Convoy, Clear Convoy, Universe 1.0 Primal. Ooh, that was a great one. Oh yeah, that I have. That's that's the version of the Ultra I actually have. I like that a lot. Yes, yes, that is I very pretty. If, I wonder if Clear Primal has any merit without the gearing gimmick inside. Mm. I mean, that would be the test of how 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 much you can <laughs> push the limits of yeah. fandom, basically. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I, I forgot about the gear gimmick. That was a good one. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think we'll probably see a Megatron this year mm. because we we did ha uh, get two things last year. What, Ultra Magnus and Star Saber were both last year, weren't they? Uh, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so two things. I mean, there is, of course, Powered Convoy recolor for Ultra Magnus eventually, but it is not surfaced. But yeah, we got two things last year without much in the way of recolor prospects, Ultra Magnus and Star Saber. So, you know, there's basically two slots open for this year, and I think it'll be Optimus Primal and Megatron. In well, terms of... Sorry. It's okay. Go ahead. No, no, you finish up, Rob. Okay. In in terms of a U.S. release, yeah, I, I think so. I I don't know where it's going to be. It could be... You know, it could be a Toys R Us exclusive masterpiece like so many others. I'm almost wondering if maybe this would be a Comic-Con thing. This is something that would probably mm. be, you know, th that, that kind of weird Comic-Con combination of, you know, upscale enough and mainstream enough that they could sell it to enough people that, that it would make a good exclusive. Hmm. I like it. Uh, well, what I was going to say is with them in Japan having separated Beast Wars into Beast Wars and then Metals. Do you think maybe they'll honor, do you, and do you think maybe, because I think Transmetal Megatron is probably the more light form over his original purple T-Rex dinosaur mode. I'm, do you think maybe they might do, if they do Megatron, they'll do him as a Transmetal to honor both the Beast Wars and then when it switched over to Metals? So that way you get both both of the most liked versions of the character. I, 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 I would personally say this. I here My issue with that is kind of like Rob was saying, just like as a pair, if you do original Optimus Primal and original Megatron as a pair, they kind of tell the story of Beast Wars oh, and you're done. Yeah. And the other thing for me is like just from a toy, toy versus cartoon um, comparison, Transmetal Megatron toys, 
decent. It, you know, I mean, it's, it's a good representation of the cartoon model because at that point they were basically just scanning the toys. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, but the original Megatron T-Rex <laughs> toy has not aged greatly and it has a lot to be desired when compared to the CG model. So you would actually get a lot of things like a functioning hand um, <laughs> out of a masterpiece original T-Rex Megatron that, that we've never gotten in toy form. And just think too, you could get uh, Amazon exclusive rubber ducky. Yes. Priorities, yes. man. Priorities. <laughs> Rob, were you going to say something? No, no, I'm good. I pretty much, I was going to say the same thing you just said, which is that, I, I don't see them not doing the matching pair like that. That mm-hmm, I, I, I think agree. they almost have to. Yeah, and and uh, and it's like you guys said. I mean, you can be two and done, and um, kind of walk away from it, uh, whether we like it or not. And and you know what? I am frankly presently surprised we're even getting this. I, I don't. I, I guess I'm biased towards. I wouldn't say I'm biased towards G1, but but in my head, I always assume that G1 is like 95 percent of the driving force behind Transformers, at least commercially. So I'm pleasantly surprised we're at least getting at least one masterpiece Beast Wars figure. Well, it's you a know, shame. It's a shame, like, we probably can't reasonably expect too much more because can you just imagine them trying to make a show-accurate transforming Dinobot? Dear God. Oh, <laughs> well, you know, we've, you know, with this being the 20th anniversary, we've got to get five more Beast Wars figures so we can get Masterpiece Transmutate. <laughs> Very nice. On that note, I will remind you guys listening that uh, thank you for listening first. And then second, give us your money. And all you have to do is go to tfradio.net slash Amazon and do your Amazon shopping. And when you check out, some of that money goes to us. You don't have to pay anything extra and you don't have to do anything different. Just go to tfradio.net slash Amazon. And when you do your shopping and check out, Amazon takes a very small cut of their very big cut and they give it to Brian Kilby so he can keep the lights on, keep the podcast going, keep the podcast flowing and free as if he would charge for this ever. Um, But, uh, you know, that's the line we give you and any support is appreciated. So thank you guys for joining me on this breaking news edition of the minicast. I always appreciate uh, your assistance in times of need. And I want to thank everyone again for listening until next time this is john for rob for xv for don we will see you on the next rfc minicast music provided by bensound.com